0: hello i'm jason ball and this is friends with friends the podcast where we talk about all 236 episodes of the tv show friends one at a time and i am here with my friends jackie and Va- jackie and vanessa
1: hi i'm jackie rodriguez from the ultimate friends
2: fan as you should know by now <laughs> and i'm vanessa martinez the newbie but not so new anymore because we are 35 episodes in yep yeah.
0: this is episode 11 of season two the one with the lesbian wedding it premiered on January 18th, 1996 to 31.6 million viewers. Jackie, what happened?
1: All right. So the lesbian wedding, Carol and Susan are getting married and Monica is going to cater it. Um, Other things happen this episode. Phoebe's client, Mrs. Edelman, dies on the massage table and her spirit goes into Phoebe. So she tries to complete Mrs. Edelman's unfinished business. (laughs) Rachel's mom visits for the first time and tells Rachel she's thinking of leaving her father. And then Joey makes his big debut on Days of Our Lives.
0: (laughs) There is a lot going on in this episode. They packed a lot into 22 minutes, and I have to tell you, I I I don't really remember this episode and it being in you know 1996. I was a little nervous to watch it to see how they were going to handle the 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 lesbian wedding Mm -hmm. because it could have been a big joke and they could have you know handled it poorly, but I think they actually handled it very well. You know, there were a couple of things in there, uh, you know, like Candace Gingrich, who was an activist, being uh, the minister of the wedding.
1: Yes. Yes. So I didn't know this until I watched the DVDs, because again, like during this time, we didn't know that it was that big of a deal. I didn't watch this show until the early 2000s. I didn't know who the minister was, but then I found that out and I was like, oh, that's cool that, you know, she she was a minister. They they kind of put that in there just because she's a big gay rights advocate and she's Newt Gingrich's uh, sister. So I thought that was very interesting too.
0: It's interesting the politics that they play because he was Speaker of the House and he was obviously a conservative and his sister and they did not get along at the time. Because, and and you know, this kind of the second almost reference to politics after the, you know, the one with George Stephanopoulos in the first season. Mm-hmm. So they're, you know, playing a little bit into the pop culture or the, you know, the, the culture of the time.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, there were two networks who didn't air it due to mild controversy and censorship. Uh, it was uh, one affiliate in Port Arthur, Texas, KJAC and one in Lima, Ohio, uh, WLIO. They were, they said it was objectable content. Oh, there, that's
0: interesting. I didn't know yeah,
2: that. I didn't and according to mm-hmm, and according to Martha Kaufman, uh, she said that they expected to receive so many calls of uh, and hate mail, but they actually only received four complaints by phone. Wow! Right now, so that's amazing, and that shows
1: that like the way they approached it is is not like you said, you know, in a joking manner, or it's it just the way they did it was very um, lighthearted, but also you know forward,
2: but it wasn't bad. It was very yeah.
0: macro-fact. It was a wedding.
2: Yeah, yeah. and, and um, a, a few weeks before, um, Roseanne aired the, or no, a second oh. same-sex marriage, yeah, on a sitcom. This is a second same-sex marriage, because a few weeks before, Roseanne aired an episode five weeks before called The December Bride.
0: I did not know that was the yeah. same year.
2: Yeah, and so in that storyline, um, the title character coordinated and attended a wedding for her coworker Leon and his lover Scott. Um, oh, interesting! So, friends followed suit, I guess, or I don't know. I mean, they probably were coordinating it at the same time. So, that's know.
0: interesting that they both came, both happened. I think this is ninety six is the year Ellen came out on her show too.
1: Oh, and that that was huge. So that's interesting that, like you said, like the show, you know they go along with politics and these shows created pop culture, but yet they go in line with what was going on that time and, and go along with politics to kind of like put it, kind of marry them inside, you know, each other.
0: And then uh, Leah Del- Delario makes a, a quick cameo in there when, uh, when she overhears uh, uh, Phoebe talking about missing Rose, she misinterprets <laughs> the, <laughs> Missing Rose as a, missing an ex-girlfriend and sitting uh, on Phoebe who, and, and you know, uh, you know, from Orange is the New Black.
2: Yes. Yeah. I recognized her immediately. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah mm-hmm. She played Big Boo on Orange is the New Black. What a great character.
1: Mm-hmm. See, when I watched Friends for the first time, so, or, I mean, when I watched. Orange is a new black for the first time. I recognized her from friends.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. Funny. I was
1: like I've seen her before. <laughs> it was the most so it's it's cool that like you know they only got four complaints they're expecting thousands but it was also the most show most watched show that week on NBC. So it kind of goes to show like you know you have these expectations for something and then kind of meets the expectations but it's like the controversy you know you have these expectations of controversy as well and it didn't really meet that so it's 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 good that came off that way
0: yeah i love too that uh, um marlo thomas uh said that like three women had hit on her at the (laughs) rachel's mom three women hit not that i want to do that but it's nice to have objects
1: (laughs) (laughs) i love um rachel's mom in this in this episode because she's just like trying to live vicariously through her daughter, you know, because she just doesn't, she's like, what is sex? Oh, let's smoke weed. What's new in sex? And Rachel's like, mom, like you never expect your parent to say that because you see them in such like a way in one way. And then she comes over and completely goes the opposite. And you just don't know how to react to that.
2: Yeah. It's almost interesting to see how like Rachel fears that she doesn't have her life together and she's all over the place. But yeah, her mom is looking for her uh, to Uh guide her on what to do next.
1: Yeah, because this is the first woman in their family to kind of go out on her own. You know, everybody else has been, you know, living under the roof of Rachel's dad because he he's the breadwinner and he spoils them. And so that includes, you know, Sandra, that includes uh, Marlo Thompson's character. So
2: living with I, their Barry or marrying their Barry. Ah, that was that was my favorite. <sighs>
1: yeah, that was such a, a good line. The good delivery of it. It just kind of just hits home, you know. I thought yeah. it was
0: interesting that Marlo Thomas placed that character too because Marla is known as a big, she was a big feminist, you know, in the 70s and, and 80s. And she, the show that she was on, I don't even remember when it was on, That Girl, it's called That Girl. And she was, um, she was a single girl. She was one of that kind of that first, like, single girl, uh, 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 independent single woman kind of um, uh, TV series. So it was interesting that she plays this character that. Presumably, got married young to someone she didn't really love for the security of it all, and now she's going for that liberated moment. So, it, mm-hmm. it, I thought it was really funny the way she she played it. And she and she's just so cute in it too. I love her. I wonder. I I I really want to know how they cast her and how she she got got the role.
2: Mm-hmm. Was her mentioning marijuana also big in in oh, that yeah, time?
0: That was you know it was completely illegal and you know underground much more so than it is now. Yeah, but, I, mean, I mean, but she's also that age too. She would have been like a young person in the '60s, so where a lot of people were experimenting with it. Most everybody had tried it at one point, so it's interesting that she hadn't. So she that shows you the how sheltered of a life she really had. Yeah, because most people in that age group, that like baby boomers, would have. You know, experimented with it at least once or twice in the '60s. I thought that was interesting. And then, what's really interesting about Marla Thomas too is, you know, she married uh, Phil Donahue, who is the Donahue. He was the Oprah before Oprah, the the Mm -hmm. most popular talk show host. And they've been married for 40 years now. And they just wrote a book called "What Makes a Marriage Last." So I, I thought it was interesting. I, I want to get her on the podcast and analyze mm-hmm. the relationships, like whose marriage would last. Do you think yeah. we're still married?
2: Those yeah. are always so interesting. But then I fear that I don't know. I don't want to read the book
1: because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, what makes a marriage last that you think like okay, what about mine? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm
0: actually listening to. I'm listening to the audio version of it. And the first they interview uh, a bunch of different couples to talk about that too, and they do the first one was uh jimmy and Rosalind carter president carter and his mm-hmm. wife They've been married for like 74 years
1: mm-hmm.
0: so they talk about how they wow. you know, how the, the things that they do and how he, how she actually was very independent and kind of ran the household and he worked and all that so and she did her own project so it's that was interesting. And the second couple is John McEnroe and Patty Smith, the, the uh, musician, Patty Smith. I didn't even know they were married, mm. but that had to be a volatile uh, relationship, but they were, they were interesting too.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So I'll let you know how it goes.
1: Yeah.
2: yeah. And then- I am reading one book. Well, my husband and I are kind of reading it. It's called eight dates. And, it, and each chapter is like a certain date where you talk about certain topics and different things. Oh. So it like helps you like, I don't know, I guess, bring things out in the open. So my friend recommended it. She's a marriage and family therapist. She's like, Oh, I'm reading this. She's like, it's really good. Like, and she told our friends also who are like in relationships and married. And she's like, it's really good. You guys should do it or try it out. So I bought it and yeah, it's definitely interesting. So. Well, I think that
0: that plays into the whole thing that we're leading up to on the show too, with this is the first wedding of the Mm -hmm. series. And then at the end they talk about who's going to be, who do you think of this will be the first one married? And then uh-huh. Ross, yeah, well, I've already been married. And then who will be the last? And they poor J- Chandler. They all look at Chandler.
1: Yeah. Yes. <laughs> they all look at him. Not. Shh, <laughs> <laughs> he's not the last one.
0: No, do not. He's not
2: the last one. Wait, uh, hold, Going back to Rachel's mom. So I noticed that when Ross tries to say hi to uh, Marla, her mom, uh-huh. he she dismisses him. Yeah, she's like, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Is it because of like? Does she know about the list?
1: I don't think so. I think it's just a matter of like, kind of like how Rachel dismissed Ross, you know, like in the beginning. So it's kind of probably a play on that that Rachel didn't really see him, you know, who he was. Mm-hmm. You so know, I don't
0: think she even knows about any of their their relationship.
1: I don't think so. I mean, maybe I don't think they have a relationship that is much like you know. One that I have with my mom, I call her and let her know big things are happening, you know. And 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 I don't know if they have that.
0: I don't think so. Either. I think yeah. she has no idea that they have a, or a thing.
1: So if Marla starred in that that series. is called That Girl. Huh. And so is that about an it girl? Because at this time, Jennifer Aniston is the it girl. Yeah, totally. <laughs> so it's kind of like goes a full circle because now the she's 20. the mother of the it girl. <laughs> And then so I thought that was cool. So and then she says that when she did guest star on the show, that like everybody was so sweet to her. And I hear that a lot of a lot of these guest stars that come onto the show. The cast is just so an opening and sweet, you know, and it's like opening the doors for them. David Schwimmer opened the door for her and said, ladies first, you know, and and they are all just so nice to all the people who come on to this world. Well Marlo Thomas is a
0: legend. Her father was a uh... Danny Thomas, yeah, who's mm-hmm. a huge entertainer, and um, and I know him too because he started St. Jude Hospital in, in Memphis. So it's a mm-hmm. hospital for children that's free. anybody mm-hmm. can go to it. There's no, you know, you, you, if you have, and they put it in Memphis, so it'd be kind of in the center of the country instead of in Los Angeles where he usually works. So, oh. so
2: Ross should open the door for
0: her. <laughs> yes, she's uh, she's an amazing person. <laughs> she didn't get married until she was 42. And she said that she, in this book, she also said that uh, she was a feminist. She thought she would never get married. And then she met uh, Phil Donahue, actually on his show, and Aww. fell to him immediately.
2: See? It happens See? when you least expect it. That gives me hope. <laughs> it's going to happen when you least expect it. Yeah, I knew good.
0: when I, the first time I saw Troy, we he were, we were going to be together.
2: Oh, <gasps>
1: that's so sweet. Yeah, like, and oh, you, was it on
2: your first date or just like the first time I met him?
1: Wow, oh, that is adorable. Yeah, I don't.
2: Have but you that. and Caesar
0: have been together forever too. I mean, you knew when you met him.
2: Yeah, I think we were younger too, so we weren't really talking about being together forever. It kind of more of like we were together, focusing like encouraging each other in our careers and stuff. And but there was never talk of not being together.
1: Right. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. Jesse, somewhere out there, yeah. <laughs> it will happen. I am full faith in what's gonna happen. I'm at peace with my faith in that it's gonna happen. It's, it's all good.
0: <laughs> it's gonna happen. It's just yeah. a matter of you know time. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. Until thing, uh, I'm 42, like Marla, Marla Thomas.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Going back to um, Rachel um, and her mom's relationship, she Rachel says, couldn't she just copy my hair when Monica uh, that- says maybe she wants to be more like you? And it's a good, Well, everybody wants to be like Rachel at that time, cut her hair right. the same way.
0: It was very yeah. funny. Why can't she just copy my haircut like everyone else? Yes.
1: <laughs> she probably kind of broke the wall to what was really happening in, right. in real life. <laughs> it's interesting
2: how they like acknowledge that too and uh-huh. put it in there.
0: It's very funny. Very, very clever. Mm-hmm. All right, we got a lot more to talk about but let's take a quick break and we'll talk about uh, acting, uh, Joey's acting skills and, <laughs> and his big debut. Okay, we are back, and I don't know if this is the first time this has been in the show or the first time I just noticed it, but when they pan up on the, bu- the exterior of the building, you can see the street signs, Grove and Bedford in New York, and I, yeah. I don't know if I've never seen that before. Maybe it's imminent in other episodes, so of course I had to look it up. And on Google Maps, it actually says friends
1: Apartment. Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's how I found it when I was on Google Maps in New York. It's like I have it still marked in my map. That's That's friend's so, apartment. so when I went there, you actually there's a crowd outside of me. And so like I there was about 10 to 12 people taking pictures. So I was by myself, so I asked somebody to take a picture of me in front
2: of it. <laughs> I was That's so next time. Yeah, I was so close to it. Um Hello. It was that one day when we were in New York and we were walking from um, Greenwich Village, Village yeah. to Square. And yeah. we would had to deviate a little bit to go to the house. Mm-hmm. And we were like, no, we have a long walk. Let's keep walking. If <laughs> only you knew you are going to have a podcast to
1: dissect everything. Who would have so. thought?
2: Now I feel like I disrespected friends in a major way. Oh, it's
1: okay. <laughs> it's okay. We can go back. I'm more than happy to go. During back. the road trip
2: or yes. th- whenever yeah. we fly.
1: Uh, yeah, our,
0: uh, yes, our friends tour on the road.
1: Friends, yeah. are friends on the road. <laughs> there you go. We'll record podcasts along the way.
0: <laughs> and of course, as much as there is in this episode, Phoebe still somehow managed to steal the show.
2: Yeah, it's just so funny. Like, just so Phoebe. I feel like <laughs> <laughs> so good. She's so like, what? what?
0: On the table while she's massaging her, and which is bad. And she starts telling the story, and then she gets to the part where I think her soul. Went into me when she died. I'm like, yeah. everybody's like, what? what?
2: <laughs> and they all take a step back.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I, just, I love that she just says that, then they go to the break, and then it comes back and she starts talking like the old lady who
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like, and she changes her voice when she does it, like an all-old person, like soupy sales, like what? <laughs> <laughs> and also, did you was she wearing a prince necklace? A what? Uh, Oh, the prince necklace, the cross, the prince symbol. Like the prince symbol. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, she I, was? Uh,
1: I don't know if it's officially that necklace or that's just the symbol, but I did notice that too. When I didn't notice that.
0: Oh, that's interesting. I didn't notice that. hmm
1: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I just like how the friends also when she changes into that voice, you know, when she sits on the couch with Central park they all kind of like. So how long is she going to be with us? You know, like they kind of accept her for who, obviously who she is. You know, they know she's a little out there. well you <laughs> but, can't
0: argue with Phoebe about it. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to say?
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly. Remember Ross tried to argue with her about. It evolution and gravity.
2: And he, lost and he so lost. funny. But I thought <laughs> it, was, it was funny too that she calls over the husband over uh, and he goes to the uh, cafe and he's like, can you think of any unfinished business she might have had? He's like, oh, wait, I remember she also said she wanted to sleep with me one last time. And she's yeah, like, I'm sorry, there's laughing in my head. <laughs> <laughs> that was so good.
1: <laughs> and he looks at Joey and says, hey, it was worth a shot. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> It was good, but her yeah, her storylines are so unexpected, so random. But yeah, I love them. It's uh-huh.
0: so clever too, the way they tied it because he, the husband, told her she wanted to see everything, mm-hmm. so she takes her, you know, goes around the city showing her everything and all that. But the thing when she's, I've seen it all now, is when she goes to the lesb- lesbian wedding.
1: Yeah, I've seen yeah. it all now,
0: and then she de- then she leaves.
1: Yeah. yeah, that was that was very fitting of Phoebe. Yeah. Very funny.
0: A nice joke, a nice unexpected joke too. That was not inappropriate or you know making mm-hmm. fun of the wedding, but it was you know. Now I've seen everything. You can totally hear an old you know an old woman z- saying that.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: totally. Someone Very. else had a big uh, a big part in this episode was Joey because he was on Days of Our Lives. Yes, he makes his
1: debut.
0: I think he's a good soap
1: actor. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah.
2: Smell the fart acting. I'm like, what? <laughs> I love how his friends are all supportive. And then when they're sitting on the couch, Joey's like, it hit me. Last night, I thought, I'm going to be on Days of Our Lives. Then I started thinking all, of, thinking all of, of all of us and how these are the days of our lives. Yeah. Oh. These are the days of our lives.
1: These yeah. days
0: of our lives.
2: It's <laughs> so deep. Oh, yeah. I just like how they're just
1: playing, um, making fun, poking fun at the Soaps and stuff, you know, with how dramatic their pauses are. And, you know, it's like, oh, you know, like you're looking up, remembering your lines. Smart up, smart
0: up. That's hilarious. The smell <laughs> of the fart acting is hilarious. Uh, yeah. You your lines. Yeah. I'm sure they, I mean, they shoot those shows quick. Quick.
1: Yes, they do. <laughs> so, how, no many times. Yeah, how many times can you rehearse that? Just
2: <laughs> yeah. for Joey.
1: I'm I know. Proud of I'm proud of him for making it on dual as he references it as, as later he says dual days of our lives
0: <laughs> i can't story. wait to see what happens because i don't really remember that storyline so i'm interested to see how mm-hmm. all of that happens
1: mm-hmm. it's his main acting gig so yes you you will it will play out we'll we'll see how it goes
0: what else favorite lines
2: uh the wedding
1: the
0: Mine wedding i hope they handled it nicely hmm
2: Yeah, I did, too. And then we see Phoebe, Phoebe's alter ego, whoever the lady was. She's like, oh, I've seen everything. And then the lady just leaves.
1: Where Chandler says, the world is my lesbian wedding. Yes.
2: (laughs) It starts off Joey saying, I feel like Superman without my powers i have a cape but i can't fly and then that's when chandler says now you understand how i feel every day the world is my (laughs) lesbian wedding (laughs) bring
1: it back to his awkwardness
2: around women
0: (laughs) he tries to talk to the woman and she doesn't even acknowledge him she doesn't even speak to him that's very funny
2: yeah and then before this um before they actually got married you see carol kind of come in um to the friend's apartment or Monica's apartment when they were all making the food and she was having second thoughts and mm-hmm. Ross was comforting her. telling her, no, you, you can do this. And it reminds me, reminded me of the time when, uh, Carol was giving Ross advice at Benihana's uh-huh. and I thought, Oh, that's kind of nice to see them both like, you know, help each other out through this new time in their lives. It was yeah.
0: I mean, that's you know, that was not an unexpected thing too, that parents didn't come to weddings like that too. So mm-hmm. was, I thought it was actually interesting that they included that that her parents had decided not to come. Uh, which is, you know, sad and that's that's hard if your parents aren't gonna come to your wedding. And he worked very hard to comfort her and get her going. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. It kinda shows that like uh it kind of turns it around and kind of um, brings it back with their relationship, you know, like um, being supportive of each other. This is the next life, like move on. They've moved on and it's, it's, it's nice to see where the, de- the relationship develops. My favorite line
0: actually was with Mrs. Green where you, know, mm-hmm. she, you didn't marry your berry honey, but I married mine.
1: Yes. That so- is the most memorable line of Mrs. Green ever. That's when I think of her, I think of that line. Yeah. Yeah. Just totally puts it in perspective for Rachel. And she goes, oh, I get it now.
2: There were so many good lines, I thought. When I was watching the episode, I was like, oh, I like this line. I like this line. Oh, I like this line. (laughs) So I just wrote them all down. Um, Some of them, which I already mentioned, but also when Phoebe says, she probably woke up this morning and thought, all right, so I'll have some breakfast and I'll take a little walk and then I'll have a massage. Little did, did she know, God was thinking, okay, but that's it. (laughs) <laughs> right. that was also good but in perspective yes it <laughs> yeah, all see
0: me <laughs> i thought this was a great episode up with yeah full of good times
1: hey jason guess what i got a surprise for you what your wish is my command we got <laughs> marlo thomas on the next episode of friends with friends for a bonus episode No way. 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 We can't wait to talk to her about everything that you mentioned with her book and analyzing the friends relationship.
0: I'm so excited. I mean, she's such a TV icon and a legend and such so much good work And her book. The book's really good. I've read part of it. So it's really great.
2: Yes. I'm so excited and can't wait to hear from her.
1: Yay. That's next time. That's next time on Friends with Friends Podcast. So make sure you tune in on our next episode. Awesome.